Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Precious, thank you so much for being a part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Before we start talking about your books, tell us a little bit about you and, and what you do. Uh, good, good day, everyone. My name is Precious Williams, and I am the proud founder and CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious. I'm officially known as the killer pitch master because I will help you what slay all competition. Now, why should you even listen to me? I'm a 13-time national elevator pitch champion. If you've already watched Shark Tank, you've already seen my work in action. I've been on Shark Tank season eight in 2016, and seven of my clients have been on Shark Tank and have all been funded and invested in. Not only that, I'm an international professional speaker and a corporate trainer for the link for the for the likes of Google, LinkedIn, Microsoft, Federal Reserve Bank, Yelp. In fact, I was I just spoke at LinkedIn for a private session yesterday. So think about that. A three-time number one best-selling author. And now I'm a professor at Babson College. And I love everything that I do because as a young lady from as a young girl from St. Louis, Missouri, no one believed I could do anything. And to be able to go to college, go to law school, and totally change my life by becoming a serial entrepreneur and being in my zone of genius. And then writing books on my zone of genius that are number one bestsellers. Come on now. So again, my name is Precious Williams proud founder, CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious. All we know how to do is slay all competition with a killer pitch, whether it's an elevator, media, investor, speaker, sales, and interview pitch. I knew that you were going to kill that right when I said it. I knew like if anyone's going to make that amazing, it's going to be Precious. So that was fantastic. And I know that's what you do. Thank you so much for sharing that. Let's talk about those three number one best-selling books. First, I want to know why did you choose writing a book as a medium? And then tell me a little bit about your journey of writing each of the books. Well, I'm going to be honest. I've been wanting to write a book, the great American novel since I was a young girl. Yeah. <laughs> but when, you know, when I was becoming the killer pitch master and winning competition after competition and being on all of these different shows, I knew that I needed to explain pitching in a way that hadn't been done before. Right. Although I tried to, you know, write the outline myself and I just could never seem to get it flowing. And so it came down to a woman that I knew who, you know, happened to be a book coach that I actually trusted. I actually trusted her because she wrote a story on me for CNN years ago. And she took a look at the, she took a look at the outline and was like, mm, I see why. She said, you're a speaker. I'm an author. You're in my realm. So you're the killer pitch master. She said, I'm the author master. And so she had me on a schedule. And, and the first thing I wanted to do with bad bitches and power pitches for women entrepreneurs and speakers only was to talk about the psychology of pitching. Most people will start off with, you know, prompts and stuff like that. But I wanted people to know that there are seven branding personas to pitching. There are some people who are unstoppable. There are some people who are powerful and they rule, they're ruled by power. There's some people who are so creative. There's so people, there are people who are funny. There are people who are ruled by numbers and there are people who are deeply flawed. And no matter how flawed they are, there's just something about them that draws you to them and they're not running from it. When you know who the seven branding personas are and how you fit into one or two of them. Then I wrote Bad Bitches and Power Pitches, the workbook, which gives you different prompts for the different audiences that you may have to pitch in front of. And so when I talk about how do you pitch to an investor is very different from how you pitch to the media. How you pitch to the media is very different from what you use in a sales pitch or what you use for networking events. And so being able to show 
you know, how you speak in an intimate group is very different from how you speak to a conference organizer and event planner. And knowing that, because most people just think, oh, a pitch is for everything. I'm like, no, no, it's not. How you would speak to Oprah may not be how you would speak to a mom buying lemonade. And so you have to know the difference. And so there are different types of prompts and none of them have this, I do this so I can help. Nah, we use power words. I want you to stand out and be powerful and not just use prompts that you can find on Google. I want you to know that there is a science and an art to it. So that's why I love the workbook. Because it's one thing to know all that be like, okay, that sounds good. Now you're going to do it for yourself. And I want it to be uniquely fitting you. My third book, Pitching for Profit, The Bad Bitches Playbook to Convert Conversations into Currency, is when you have all of that together, you're building up your brand. I'm going to show you how to build and rebuild your network so that they're pitching you in spaces you didn't even know existed. But your pitches have to be together. And they have to be able to succinctly pitch you to other people without you even knowing it. The only reason that I'm in a lot of these uh, circles, whether it's media, investor, um, or, you know, just being a pitch coach to several organizations is because someone saw something in me to bring me in beyond RFPs, which I've never done in my life. Never done an RFP. But people walk me through the front door because they saw something different. And being able to know, do you need to be around speakers all day long? I assure you, you don't. You need to be around the people who can hire speakers. You need to be around people who will put your products in a place that you never thought about, right? My books are were at Table Pharmaceuticals, and you know that's the generic pharmaceutical company, and they had Black History Month. One of my friends who was an executive there, she brought my books there and put it on display so that they could buy them. Pharmaceutical? See how people put you in places that you don't even think of? So if your network isn't pushing you forward, maybe your message isn't right. Maybe your pitch isn't right. Maybe you sound like everybody else. You get treated like everybody else. So it's very important that once you have your pitches together, let's show you how to get into someone's DM and actually have them respond. How do you build a relationship so that it's not transactional anymore? That's what that's why my books were written. And also writing a book a year really forces people to be like, okay, she's still coming, which means that. I really am a world-class master communicator. You're showing yourself as that ex, that person that they need to be talking to. Right. So one book is cute. That, that's real cute. But there's more. And uh, just like with a master's level to this. So the level that most people see is elementary level and think that that's golden. It's not. It's really, really not. That's the, that's the first level. But I really want people to be able to bait, attract, and close on the most ideal prospects and turn them into repeat clients and customers. And if you're going to launch something, your next beautiful now as a woman, especially, you don't have to look like the woman in the magazine to do it. I certainly don't. I'm a chubby girl wondering female MacGyver business. Like I'm trying to go, I'm, I'm going bar for bar with Drake and Kanye. I'm going bar for bar. Nicki Minaj, I'm going bar for bar with you because I'm ready. This is what I do. I love it. Of course you're the pitch master because when I'm listening <laughs> to you, I'm just so enthralled that I can't even think of another question because I'm just soaking in it. Well, you know, a lot of times people ask me this question, like, how would you even, how did you even get here? There's so many people who can talk a good game but you actually deliver on it. Well, the truth is growing up in poverty in, in the inner city of St. Louis, I felt like I was a star. I just didn't know what the vehicle was going to be. When I was 15 years old, my grandparents stepped in, you know, after my mother nearly beat me to death, after my father nearly sold me for drugs. They stepped in and showed me nothing but love. Like every day, I got nothing but love for you, man. What you got? And my grandmother told me I had the gift of speech. She said, when you speak, have you ever noticed how people just stop? Now, you, when you're 16, do you even think about that? No. She said, people literally stopped to hear you speak. She said, Oprah's going to know your name. See how she was speaking it into the existence. She's like, I'm looking at her like I'm an unwanted person. She said, you were unwanted by those not worthy of even knowing what wanting is. 
and she loved me to life at 16 years old. The principal of my high school asked me to speak at an event. Didn't know it was before the mayor of the city of St. Louis. My teacher wrote my speech. I walked in, delivered, standing ovation. Next thing I know, I'm speaking for speaking to the governor of Missouri at a at an engagement, and my my career took off. But when it comes to pitching, literally no one believed in my first company, Curvy Girls Lingerie. They told me I was too fat, too black, and didn't have an Ivy League degree. And I uh, met a woman who said she pitched her way to fifty thousand dollars. I listened to her pitch. I was like, I'd smoke you. I knew I would smoke her. Not even know what I'm doing. And so. With negative four hundred dollars in my bank account, leaving my law legal career behind after you know being a lawyer in this great state of New York, I went to an event that I could not afford and found myself pitching in front of the producers of MSNBC. And not only did that pitch impress them, it got me booked on MSNBC's Your Business with JJ Rambert. So my first pitch got me on national television when I was on Your Business with JJ Rambert, and I pitched in fifty-four seconds. I walked away with five hundred thousand dollars. Now we're not going to talk about the four hundred negative four hundred dollars in my bank account before that. We're not going to talk about how when I first pitched, my company wasn't real on paper. But I met a man a long time ago who said he had no bluff game. So I had the confidence to pull it off. And when it came time, I delivered. And I turned a company no one believed in into a multi-six-figure company, Curvy Girls Lingerie. The ultimate shopping experience for full-figure divas. And plus size, especially, listen, Shark Tank, even the sharks with Shark Tank were like this. Wow. So change your language and change the game. The titles of your book shouldn't be boring. I swear they shouldn't be. Even if you think, oh man, I'm like, I don't care if it's a memoir. That's why mine are bad bitches and power pitches. I want you to have a, a, a reaction. You either hate it or love it. But when it became successful, everybody who said they didn't like it, you know, they was in the inbox. Oh, can I get that book though? I thought you didn't. Success changes things, but you have to believe in yourself beyond everybody else. Because if the people haven't done it, why are you listening to them? Well, I loved a few things because I remember before we we scheduled this, you talked about your grandmother and how she impacted you with that, the gift of showing that you are great at, at speaking and right. then how that kind of evolved. But then also the diving in and saying, I'm going to do this. I Yeah, there might not be a business behind me at this moment, but I know I'm good. I'm confident. You know, I think a lot of times people don't even aren't even willing to do that. And when you do it that way, you get that instant gratification and the fact that you get business and then, yeah, you make a business at that point versus making a business with no business. So I think that's really powerful for someone to think about, Hey, maybe I can pitch this idea without a business and see where it goes versus feeling like you have to have like business one-on-one. You don't. I said, we've been sold a bill of goods by society that only certain people who have the looks, the connections and everything. And it's like, I could believe that, or I could believe all of those people who came from nothing and made it, slept in their cars, were homeless, did all sorts of things. And I, 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 that's why I loved watching Intimate Portrait when I was growing up or Behind the Music, where, where the most successful weren't the ones who had connections. They just believed beyond all doubt, beyond all doubt, you know, no food, no ramen noodles. And just like, I'm going hard. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do this. And although most of them look nothing like me, I had to trust that if I believed in their story, then I had to believe in mine. Absolutely. Now, you said that you've had a killer year. You've seen so much success. Tell me a little bit about that success and and what were some things that you did to make that happen? Well, this year, I mean, how many people can ever shoot a MasterCard ad campaign for Priceless? I did. 
Uh, my first TED Talk was this year. Now it's on the TED.com site. I was in the Wall Street Journal in November 2021, became a professor at Babson College. My four, my third book debuted at number one. Billboard was in Times Square. Like the things I used to think about when I was a kid at five, I knew I was going to have a billboard in Times Square. The fact that I am a hashtag book busy and paid speaker and that I work with the biggest companies in the world. And it's never a question of my race or anything. It's my talent and my ability to work a room, even if it's full of um, people who don't even know how to smile, if it's finance people, if it's, you know, uh, college students, high school students. I, I'm speaker of the year 2021. And when I think about it three years ago, I couldn't have seen that. I couldn't have seen that I'd be working with attorneys, even though I'm no longer an attorney that they would see value in the fact that I'm beyond a pitch master. I'm a world-class master communicator and can teach and train in that. So when people say, oh, are you just a coach? No, no, no. I'm a trainer and a teacher. And you have to be, you have to be serious about the word choices that you use. How did I do it? When the pandemic first started, I was very clear on, I would already been to rock bottom. I know what it's like to not have any money to pay for food to be homeless, to be a severe alcoholic, dealing with grief, family issues. So whereas most people folded, I was like, oh, you know, I felt like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Give me the ball, I'm gonna run with it. I'm about to show you how I was really doing. And unless you've ever suffered some hard things in life and come through it, you wouldn't know that. So this is people's first rodeo. This is probably my 95th. And so being able to reach into different networks and to not be around people who are always desperate around the wrong people. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need desperation. And I also believe that if I could pitch my way out of hell, if I could pitch my way out of poverty, if I could pitch my way out of homelessness, I can teach other women especially how to do it and how to put on them big girl panties. And when your back is against the wall, come out like Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee and make it look beautiful all the way. So being in different networks and being committed to only very few networks, not every, I don't need to be at every networking event because that's played. And I need to be around decision makers, not people who are hoping to be picked. If I'm the only choice that matters, I can't be around pick me. I was just going to say, it's that philosophy of if I want to be in the six or seven figure world, I need to be networking with those six and seven figures. You need to have that decision makers. You need to be specifically targeting the right people to network that are going to help you be successful and then do what they did for you, which is get you into rooms that you never thought you would get into or never dreamed of wanting to be a part of like a pharmaceutical, you know, be in a pharmaceutical company, for example, it's thinking bigger than what you are sometimes. It is thinking bigger and just understanding that. And I know, you know, this queen, this is a marathon, not a race. There will always be people who will tell you you can make six figures in 60 days. Good luck with that. You don't have a foundation. So even if you did do it, you don't have a foundation to sustain it. And um, yes, there are different social mediums. And last time I checked, I'm not a 15-year-old white TikToker. I'm 42. So if I've never seen it done, you're about to see it now. So as a trailblazer, I, no world, there was no roadmap for me. I can't look at what Oprah did or Wendy Williams. They had this talk show. Like, or I'm not in sports. I'm not entertainment. So create the road as you go along. And the people who are hungry enough to want the success, you actually have to charge for that. And when people say, oh, I think that's excessive, my 
fee can't be accepted, if you don't have the ability to pay it, it does not mean that I'm wrong. I actually have the testimonials, the credibility, the integrity, and the clients you wish to pay it. So think about that. I was looking at some of the testimonials on your website and they were very powerful to hear what they, what you were able to do for them and what they were able to do after. And I agree. There's, there's always that um, moment where you talk to someone and they expect it to be free and you are, you are worthy of getting paid for what you know, what to do. Therefore you should, it's okay to ask and it's okay to make it the price that makes sense. But I think a lot of us have this mindset that needs to be shifted to say, no, like I'm not doing it for free. I'm going to get paid what I'm worth. And then once you do that, all of a sudden, again, you start to see those people coming into your world, not the people who want it for free. Most definitely. And I think that if you're in struggle mode, which a lot of us have been, you take what you can take to make sure that the the light bill is paid and and uh, the rent is paid. But we always know the wrong ones we're taking. We know it. We know it. We're like, this ain't going to end well. But rent is still due. Then there comes that moment where you're like, I'm going to pick my clients as well as in picking me. And it becomes more not about their ability to pay because a lot of people can pay a lot of things. I don't want you as my client because I can already see we're not, we're not compatible. And that's a different place to be. So yes, there are novices who want to charge $50 million for a lot of things. You don't even have the credibility. So I'm good. But as you're building it, it should be paid for. And so whether you charge $50 or whether you charge $50,000 or $5,000, actually be doing, actually have done what you, you're telling, you're teaching people how to do. And please don't regurgitate. And I hope that, you know, Queen, as you read and others read my book, you can tell that's actually my voice. That's not ghostwritten. That's me. And that there are different ways to skin a cat. There are different types of authors. There are different types of things. I never thought I'd be writing in business. You know, I had the great American novel, maybe War and Peace. I'm glad I didn't do that. And my fourth book, working on that now. You know what I mean? And that's it's actually the autobiography so far. Memoir autobiography. That's exciting. That you know, if people think I'm all, the only thing you can name about me is she had a rough childhood. Uh, she was homeless and an addict. There's so much more. You. It's like dear diary. You think you know? You have no idea. I like that. That is amazing. I cannot wait to see that book come out. But I know that this conversation has been so impactful and so inspirational to people, and I'm sure they're going to find want to find you, Precious. So how can they find you? What's the best place to connect with you and where can they find your books? So the best place to find me, again, I'm Precious Williams, Proud Founder and CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious. My website is www.perfectpitchesbyprecious.com. On LinkedIn, I am Precious L. Williams Killer Pitchmaster. Gotta stay on brand. Gotta stay on brand. On Facebook, I'm at Perfect Pitch P. On Twitter, I'm at Perfect Pitch P. On Instagram, I'm at Perfect Pitches P on YouTube. Yes, I got a YouTube channel, Perfect Pitches by Precious. And every Sunday on LinkedIn, I do the Keeping It Real with a Killer Pitchmaster show. You might want to show up because I'm going to give you some no fluff, no BS, ingenious tactics, techniques and to really get out there. And finally, if you want to, uh, you know, become, possibly become a client or see what I do offer, please go www.perfectpitchesbyprecious.com to purchase my books. And if you want them hand signed and everything, you go to my website and go to the work with me tab. And my triple threat book bundle is there along with one-on-one along with group coaching. 
great. And then if you ever want to hire me as a speaker or a trainer, my second website is www.killerpitchmaster.com. Thanks. Fantastic. I will make sure I add all those to the podcast notes. Precious, I have loved this conversation. This has been one of my favorite podcasts to date. <laughs> thank you so much for being a part of Book Smarts Business Podcast. So excited to be here. Now, thank you so much, Queen. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.